0: And then we can also talk about like the conference and just like, yeah, just so everybody knows like what's this is this is the beginning of season two and this is what we're gonna bring you.
1: Okay, take all but that I'll, out. I'll take all <laughs> that. out. <laughs> we'll do it live. This is a Final Plank Media production. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at our handle Final Plank. Welcome to season two. Of Versus Anne. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Versus Anne. I'm Nolan Lacey, your meaty weedy feasty boy. I'm Brent Lacey, reminding you to
0: please be kind and rewind.
2: And I am Verne Hortzog. It's very nice to be invited. To the show of you two boys.
1: Wow. You got Werner this week, Brent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell you how much I appreciate filling the void of my nothingness.
0: Seven hours later.
2: <laughs> and so <laughs> that was the last time I ever saw my birth mother. <laughs> and... Basically, this joy is akin to that.
0: <laughs> I think I think you win, David. <laughs> I think you win that one.
3: I, honestly, about halfway through that, I was like, this is nothing. This- <laughs> <laughs> that works with Werner Herzog, though. We have to start mm-hmm. the right. whole episode over. <laughs> no,
1: I think you're good. I think we're good. But we do have a lot of uh, Star Wars, Star, Star War to talk about, and Werner you, Herzog.
0: So you have some, but I still have still not seen
3: it, so you can't talk about all of it. I have also not seen it.
0: What? Ah. All right. So I like to wait for the crowd to die down.
3: Do you want me to do
1: a spoiler, spoiler-free Yes. Rise yes. of the Skywalker? Keep it, keep it are there lightsabers? There, there are lightsabers. Are okay. there TIE Fighters? There is TIE Fighter.
3: All right, Mm. and it's and I singular now. It's a spoiler. That yeah, don't say that. Oh shit!
1: Oh god, because there's there's a bunch of first order ties, which I don't know if they are. Do you mean
0: people from Thailand? No, like first no,
1: no. They go to get some
0: like pad thai and
1: yes, Uh, but there is like one actual retro Thai fighter in it because. Why be original when you can just pull from the first three movies? Yeah. Yeah, but who 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 makes new art just by pulling from other
0: stuff? Everyone. You got to be creative, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and this is
1: not. Mm. So, okay. That so, could be a good thing. Yeah, spoiler free. I I saw it twice in theaters. The first time... Well, you know it's good if you, if you went twice. That's uh, not necessarily true. I had a lot of questions after the first time. Oh. <laughs> like, I need another pass on that. Yeah, like, Holy I, sh- one more I need to see that again. Because did that happen? Did that really happen? First time I saw it, it moves at such a, like, quick and frenetic pace that you can kind of forgive the plot holes and the bad development and the MacGuffins and, like, all the... It's Star Wars. So, like, you know, they're, they're space wizards fighting with, you know... Laser little suspension swords. of disbelief
3: exactly space wizards fighting with bad space wizards
1: right exactly space warlocks but then there's just a lot of like oh we have to go find this thing that somebody couldn't find after looking for a hundred years it's not a hundred years I know someone's gonna call me out on that but whatever and then they find it in five seconds and like the whole the whole course of the movie only takes place over like 14 hours and the things mm. that they can, yeah just like the walking distance for some of these places oh. would have been longer than 14 hours and then no one okay go yeah. ahead no no ask me your
3: question so like you're 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 grumpy about this this time frame thing but like were you grumpy in what was the first one what was this number 7 the
1: Force Hawakens?
3: The Force Hawakens. The were Force you, gets a chubby. Were you ang- were you angry when uh, you know Luke's been gone for f- sixteen years and then David? Are you
0: trying to gauge how good this movie is based on Nolan's like definition of like angry at a movie?
3: No, I'm actually just <laughs>
0: I. You trying I, to get around the sp- the spoiler?
2: I
3: kind of just want to know how mad he is. Cons- like, with how fast they found the thing in that movie, considering the fact that Luke was missing for a long, long time, and then they found him in what is essentially probably less than a week.
0: Or when they had to find this codebreaker in The Last Jedi. We don't talk and then about The Last Jedi. they couldn't find But they found another one, and they managed to do that in another planet and get back to the ship while the ship's still running away from another ship. Were you mad at that, Nolan?
1: So, okay. <laughs> Alright. I will say I'm one of the one of the people who likes The Last Jedi better than I like The Force Awakens and mm. The Rise of Skywalker. What? Well, because there's no plot in The Rise of Skywalker.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I can
1: give you it's, that. I don't know. Scene one, you know Palpatine's there. I mean that they put it in the trailers, they, that's the scrawl. You know right. that's the beginning and end of the movie. And right. the two hours in between that, nothing happens. Hmm. And then The Force Awakens, like, it's a good retread of A New Hope. It, and, the, yeah. and it's a flashier yeah. version of that. And that's it. But, like, The Last Jedi, for all of its stumbles, and I do believe it has stumbles, actually... What like, are we if not but stumbles? <laughs> How do we define ourselves if not by our stumbles? <laughs> like, yeah, there's there's a lot of weird things, and it, it's different, but, like, that's from the start. That's what I was hoping for with the new trilogy, was that they would just, like, oh, hey, space wizards and stuff, but also new things. Mm-hmm. And The Last Jedi felt like they were pushing more towards that, and then The Rise of Skywalker is clearly what J.J. would have done if he had done the entire trilogy put into mm. one movie. Because he just forgets a bunch of shit. Like, half of what happened in The Last Jedi that should have been paid off in this movie just is ignored.
0: That movie doesn't really go any... I mean, doesn't, like, connect to... Things aren't that different at
1: either end. And uh, I feel a big part of that is more, like, executive decisions than directorial. Because mm-hmm. this movie, The Rise of Skywalker, had the last of its reshoots done in September. So... They, they put it onto a time frame and said it's got to be done by this date. Just get it done. And you can tell the reshoots like everything's done well. It's not like the, the most recent Fantastic Four movie where like the reshoots <laughs> were done and they had to put a wig on someone and it like looks real bad and the editing's different. It all blends together but you can tell when it goes from longer storytelling to like, hey we found the mm. thing we gotta go. And like yeah. That's a reshoot because they don't have enough time to do a full scene. They just have to that MacGuffin yeah. we've been looking for, also it's not important. We found it. Let's go. So and and from what I've heard, that's a that's a lot of Disney just going like people need to enjoy this one. Make sure it happens. Mm-hmm. So eh. Or your ass is grass. Your ass is grass, JJ. <laughs> it was I I don't regret I don't regret seeing it. I twice. don't regret seeing the movie. I don't regret. Um, i don't it twice
0: regret
2: in <laughs> you, you either werner i i regret seeing the movie <laughs> i regret
1: making the movie too
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: These three hours of my life i shall never get back
1: <laughs> have you guys watched the mandalorian no.
3: no with Werner herzog hold on what for real I thought that's why you were making that joke. No, I just this morning the, I my voice was kinda raspy this morning because so I started talking in a German accent and I was like, Oh hey, Warner Herzog, I have nothing else to break. He's to the in table the Mandalorian.
1: This Who He's in it?
3: Is yes. he Baby Yoda? He's not he's not Baby Yoda. <laughs> All right, well then I'm not in it anymore.
1: But but he so I have just seen tweets about this. Apparently at they ha, baby Yoda is a puppet. But they had considered using CGI to make Baby Yoda. And apparently, Werner Herzog lost his shit on producers when they said that and called them cowards. And it's like, <laughs> no, use the puppet. It's the most magical thing I've
3: ever seen. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I'm aware
0: of it. But I haven't seen it yet. Um, I haven't. I haven't seen any of these things because I've been very busy working on season two of our final plank shows. Can, can we, can we talk about those for a moment? Sure. Yeah,
1: let's give ourselves a, a plug.
0: Yeah, that's, you probably shouldn't say that.
1: On the...
3: <laughs> let's go. It's ahead. One of the
0: things we talk about before we record boys. <laughs> let's,
3: let's go ahead and give ourselves a nice, a nice big hand, a nice, nice big handy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we recorded first episode of after the plot last week, and that's almost finished. Nolan, I was telling David earlier I found like a remix of some Sonic music that I think you guys will dig. Cool. So I'll I'll let you test that out. And then what what do you have planned in the GBQ-verse, David?
3: Well, we're going to be doing two releases a week again. That's the plan? Yeah. We've got... uh, It'll be like the second and fourth week of the month Uh, it'll go out. And I've got Doug's individual thing recorded that'll probably be up before this goes up, actually, I think right does he get some
0: cool equipment too?
3: He's already got some cool equipment, but he's he's got some uh some cool character development okay and then I've also he's got, got the, he's
0: got the flaming axe right
3: yeah, yeah, he's got that flaming axe and now he's got a big stupid hat.
0: oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I heard that at the last one that like the wind the windsaw yeah. Like, the Scrooge. <laughs> Yeah.
3: And then uh, uh I got uh Nicole's done. So that's that's gonna be good. Nice. Cool.
0: So have you guys done any games yet or like
3: uh we haven't played any games yet. I'm I'm gonna do these snippets first as I continue to uh kind of tighten up the story for the next arc, which I will say I'll go ahead and, and give a small hint that the beloved dogs from the school store are going to be very prevalent in the next arc. Nice. I was hoping they'd come back. I love them so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I just
1: like the Bark barion.
3: That's Miles. That's my sister's dog. All those dogs, apparently, you know, the rest, Nolan, you might have known, all the dogs are named after dogs I know.
1: Well, when you got to Doug and Dartanian, I was like, uh-uh. Yeah, I was like,
3: I knew you would know Doug and Dart. Miles is my sister's dog, and he is a sweetie, but he will whip you to death with his fucking tail. David, for, for
0: people who haven't heard or may, might not know about GBQ, can you, can you tell us a little bit about these dogs and like why they're <laughs> in love <up> with them?
3: <laughs> the dogs are talking dogs that run the school store. Um, one of them is... is not, like, not the Scholastic Book Fair. No. Just like the regular school yeah, store. Yeah, like the, the school bookstore. To clarify,
1: they're not, like, dog people or wolf people. They are, uh, what are they called, awakened dogs? Yeah, they, they are awakened they're awakened dogs. dogs.
3: They're, they're woke dogs. They're woke dogs. Oh, God. That has to and work they, its and way they,
1: in now. Yeah, they, I was going to say, can, is that their, like, troop name or something, the that, woke that, dogs?
3: That that might be what they're, um, they're, I don't know, we'll see.
1: Oh, that could be their, they're an adventuring squad like us. Paw Patrol. <laughs> That's their team name. Maybe.
3: Well, we'll see. It's. I think it's going to be good. I, they're. They're based on dogs that I know. They're. They work in the school bookstore. There's one who is a barbarian There is a uh, a rogue, and she's just very little and loves treasure. There is a cleric, um, who is a, a little fluffy boy who worships ball, not Bahal, ball. It is ball is a, life. Ball is life. And that is his holy symbol. And then there's Dart, who is... He's just got a bow on his back. Nobody knows. I might have said Ranger in the episode, but I'm, I'm retconning that. <laughs> so quickly, a retcon. Because I thought of something way better. <laughs> something we
0: had tossed around the idea of was doing a after-the-plot GBQ crossover. Yeah, we should do have that. You, I, I have an outline of like my end um have you have you thought about that
3: at all david i haven't touched it yet i will
0: because something I, i i'm trying to figure out is should we just play a short campaign and i just cut that into like that's that could be an episode of gbq and it's an episode of after the plot or do we like script it so it
1: Well, here's written out what happens, you know, here's here's something that I was thinking was that like Brent could show up in GBQ like the first episode of season two or, or second episode as like a scribe that's like a reporter and we play that. But then the episode of GBQ is like Brent and I showing up. Watching this weird world of like <laughs> people existing, and then like a wormhole opening up, and like people like rolling dice to see what happens. They're like, wait a second, who are those? I'm like, oh, they're the they're the players. I'm like, who are you? I'm the player character.
3: How do, I, <laughs> how, do well, how does this work? So is well, this so is this like Avatar? Yes, and also no. <laughs> <laughs> but so like,
0: like it's like a Robin Hood, but Tron. Tron Hood.
3: Tron Hood.
0: So, like, uh, from from the character's point of view, would we just look like, come across as like NPCs? And David just describes it.
1: Yes, absolutely.
3: We'll 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 see. We'll work this one out because I okay. I I, I, I want to come at it at a few angles.
1: Well, Brent and Ed made a joke that like we start narrating, and you break in. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck? Oh, we're, we're we're narrating. Like, no, no, That's what I, what I tell bread and the story. butter
3: you assholes. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, all right, let's have a roll-off. Pure luck.
3: Yeah. Oh, you rolled a
1: one. <laughs> Get out of here. And you're like, no, shut up. You can't
0: narrate this episode. I'm gonna narrate this episode.
3: <laughs> I'm the narrator.
0: So I have a game, if you would like. Sure. Jace, since we're we're about at 20 minutes here, I have I have a game that the two of you can play. Okay. We can we can do. There's, there's several questions, and if we need to chop it down, we can chop it down. So the game is you have to guess the name of the band.
3: Oh fuck!
0: Right? So you got no band names, but they're not obscure band names. They're they're, they're bands. They're radio band, top forty stuff. All
3: right, classic Dang.
0: rock radio. You know, but they are described. I I I, mean, I give I'm going to give you synonyms for the names, and you have to figure it out. So I'm going to give you an example here. If I said rotating rocks,
3: Rolling Stones,
0: you would say the Rolling Stones.
1: Right?
3: Okay. No one, this does not bode well for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll find out, won't we, David? Yeah. How about
0: we do, how about we do like a few rounds back and forth, and if it looks like that, then David, you can just start shouting them out. Okay. Because I've got a page and a fifth. Wow. Okay. Small, a, a small, a small page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A small <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so David got the first, well, David, we'll go, we'll do this one to you, David. All right. Half a minute to the fourth planet.
3: 30 seconds to Mars?
0: There you go. Okay. All right, Nolan. Swift Forest Apple Computer. Swift Forest Apple Computer.
1: Fleetwood Mac.
0: There you go. Oh,
1: shit. (laughs) That's good. Took me a second, but I got it.
0: David, bow ammunition
3: craftsman. Bow ammunition, bow ammunition craftsman. Fletcher?
0: No, no one you want to steal. Arrowsmith. Arrowsmith.
3: Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Fletcher is the real word for that one. I
1: think fletching <laughs> is actually just adding the the arrows to the or the and feathers, feathers. of the arrow.
3: Yeah, and that's the hardest part. Have you ever put an arrowhead on a piece of wood? You don't need to. You can just fucking. Cut Tell that it.
1: to the English, David. I
0: will. All right, Nolan. Shoreline lads. Beach boys. Ding. David. P.B. Blimp.
2: P.B.
3: Blimp?
0: P.B. Blimp peanut I'll butter balloon hint. i'll give you a hint the pb is a chemical
3: symbol P- potassium no that's mm. not it iron mm. i don't know pb nolan
1: led zeppelin pb is lead oh uh, let's I, see i would say that was an unfair
0: advantage to me
3: it i was. do have a science degree yeah
0: <laughs> All right, well, then we're going to give this other one to David, too. Uh, F.E. Lady. Iron Maiden. There you go. <laughs> um, Nolan, anxiety at the dance hall. Panic at the disco. Yeah. David, fate's offspring.
2: Son of a bitch, you giving <laughs> Nolan
3: all the easy ones. Fate's offspring?
0: One.
3: Fate's offspring. Something children. I got nothing. What,
1: what's another Nolan? word for fate, David? Destiny's Child. Oh. Nolan, Lonely Alley Lads.
3: Backstreet Boys.
0: Mmm. David, Dracula's Day Off.
3: Vampire Weekend. (laughs) Nolan, The Southern
2: Legumes. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh,
3: I, I don't know.
0: David, you got it?
2: California Raisins.
0: No, legumes.
3: Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, God. George, Dixie yeah. Chicks?
0: Black Eyed Peas. Black
3: Eyed oh, Peas. Oh, God.
0: That's not a good one. That's not a good one. Uh, David, ammunition and thorns.
3: Guns and roses.
0: Uh, Nolan.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is a good
0: one. Dorothy. Toto.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that
3: is a good
0: Uh, David, smooch. Guess. nolan a transcendent state where there is no suffering desire or sense of self nirvana uh david ring chaser's childhood
3: ring chaser's childhood
0: ring chaser's childhood
3: i will not get this one i think this is a band that even if i did know it i would not know it
0: i, got- I don't even know it i don't even know what this one is something kids
3: The pumped up kids I don't know. Uh, Let's we'll come kids. back to this. <laughs>
0: we'll have to come back to this next one. <laughs> Whose turn is it?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's mine. I think. I think right. we've lost track of turns. Now we're just figuring yep. out what
0: Tanvi wrote. <laughs> now I'm trying to. Find- <laughs> she went off. The first five were mine, and then she just went on. James consumes planet.
1: Jimmy James eats world.
0: world. Nice. Uh, oysters irritant jelly. Blue oyster cult. No. What? Oysters irritant jelly. Pearl Jam. There it is. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I think that's all. You guys did a good job. What's the one we 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 didn't know? Ring Chaser's childhood. Ring Chaser.
3: Tupac.
0: What? I don't know. (laughs) Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna text Tanvi, and so like five minutes further down the episode, (laughs) I'm just gonna say it out loud.
3: It's gonna interrupt. Just gonna interrupt. Chumbawamba. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Men without hats.
2: <laughs> Men without hats. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. I, I got.
0: Oh, here's another one. Uh, Dark Sunday. I don't know the answers. The answer to.
3: Sh- shit. Black Sabbath.
0: Oh, uh, nice. Oh uh, fuck, yeah. I like. I re- I made a game that like I can't even. <laughs> I can't even get through the. Whole. It was like if Alex Trebek was like, "I don't fucking know." Like, turn the turn you, the
1: screen on. You what? tell me, dipshit. That's why I asked the question.
3: What is no? California, I gave you the answer. I can't believe I guessed California raisins for
0: California raisins. That's a good one though. What could you say? Like east uh, west
1: West Coast dried fruit. West Coast grapes. Yeah. West Coast Napa Valley dried fruit. <laughs> in that
0: voice i got one oh yeah how about obliterating gourd
3: smashing pumpkins there it is yeah.
0: test tube love test tube love i don't know do you know nolan i don't
3: my chemical romance uh. i was trying to think of another word for my
0: oh oh i got it <laughs> It's like she told me. She's like, you came up with that one, dipshit.
1: (laughs) What is it? Uh, It's Sonic Youth. Oh, Ring Chaser's childhood. I've never even heard of Sonic Youth.
3: I've heard of them, but not had, haven't heard them. Good, yeah. No, I mean that
0: means I make that means I make good questions. I can't even fucking figure out myself. What I was going to bring to the table was um, my dislike of The Witcher. Okay. I can do and all that. the things and all the things I don't like about
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> I've only watched the first episode. That's uh, farther than I
2: got. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait,
2: Brent, did you fucking watch it at all?
0: I got about seventy-five okay. percent. I got halfway, and I was like, I don't like this at all. But like, I'll stick with it. And then I got another quarter, and I was like, fuck this, I'm going upstairs. <laughs> like, just, there's too many things. But like, let me preface that by saying, like, uh, you know, big fan of Lord of the Rings. And I have all those movies, and I watch all the extended stuff. But I've got a a, a too-large TV in the basement, and the Battle of—what's the second one? Battle of Helm, Helms, Helm's Deep. Watching that, you know, that's pretty awesome on, like, this big screen with the surround sound, you know, like, rumbles and shit. And then at the end, when Gandalf and—who is it? Eomer. When they ride out—when they meet each other— fuck i'm not doing a good job here that last battle gandalf comes over the hill yeah and then he the, comes over the, with the, the two, two guys room, and they right right they charge the out of the uruk yeah as they're riding across the bridge the horse is like running through the cgi orcs as they're falling yeah and like you couldn't tell unless like it's on a really big screen and you look close so, like oh is the, he's just going right through all these orcs like Fuck this. <laughs> like, that that's the one thing that did it. And I was like, no, no, can't buy into it anymore. <laughs> like you had me. You had me until like the horse was just running through the orcs. Like the orcs and elves he's not and even dwarves. Tr- he would clearly trip. He would trip. <laughs> anyway, so I yeah, I, I tried The Witcher and I was not into it. But Nolan, you know more about it being like the the backstory being the, the the book and the game and such,
1: right? Okay, so I have played A little bit of The Witcher. The reason I say a little bit, because the third game itself, with all of its DLC, is like 130 hours of main storyline games. That doesn't include mm -hmm. if you decide to do everything. Yeah. Ooh, I might need to get into that then.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, so, you know how in Skyrim, if you want to craft something, you have to find the supplies, and it's, you know, potions are like four items yeah. to get, yeah. like, a really crazy potion, or, like, you gotta get a bunch of dragon bones to make dragon armor. You know. there's, yeah, there's some pro- you can do some projects. This is, like, the next level of that. You have to find yeah. specific flowers, and they have to be in the right state, you have to kill the right things and be able to ge- harvest the right organs or bile or spit or whatever from that creature, and you can only do that if you've already gotten the right sword and put the right oil on it, and to make the oil, you have to go into this other place. And Is if- this, is this, like, you learn about this, or is it like mist, where it's just like figured out
0: stupid, like and there's nothing
1: to it's, help you with? It's a little bit of both. So like you can do research and it helps you figure it out and you keep a journal. It's not as hands-off as Mist, where it's just like, you know, those pages that got ripped out of the book, <laughs> go find them. <laughs> Fucking turn a knob somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there's definitely more explanation than that, but there's just so much item management about figuring that out. That I was trying to make like a black powder bomb, which is one of the first things you get in the game. And I'm like, okay, that should be easy. And it was like a hundred list, a hundred items. It was like absurd what I needed to get because you have to, you have to get the powder, and you have to get the container to put it in. You have to get the fuses. You have to get all these crazy things. So when they announced that they were trying to do The Witcher in a show, I was like, cool. What story are they going to pick? Well, yeah. What are you going <laughs> to <laughs> right? So, Show guy making potions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, watching the first episode, they're trying to cram in what should be, like, a hundred hours of story into eight hours. Mm. There's no way that's going to succeed. The amount of detail you're going to have to leave out is uh, just, it absurd. just It becomes silly at that point. Yeah, yeah, because you have to gloss over so many things to explain everything.
3: I mean, so, I'm only a few episodes in he he ran into the um there's a meme going on right now where he's tackled like a fawn guy and the dude says uh i'm a sylvan i i'm an eloquent and intelligent creature you know i don't don't know if you guys have seen that come to think of it i think i've only seen it in dungeons and dragons reddits so it makes sense that you guys might not have seen it but from what i get so far again haven't finished it I don't think they're trying to cram a hundred hours worth of stories. I, I, I think they're like trying to introduce the characters and wait, cause Nolan, you didn't finish it, right? No. Okay. I, I think they're trying to introduce the characters and then like make up their own story with it. You know, kind of, kind of like what they did with Castlevania. I'm, I'm, I know Castlevania is based on what is it? Castlevania three.
1: No, like, the original Castlevania.
3: No, it's not. Because that's the original Simon Belmont. This is Trevor Belmont. Yeah, you know, they're, they're trying to trying to go their own way with it. It's not Witcher, the game, the show. It's Witcher, inspired by Witcher.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've I've seen most of the first episode. And then if I come into the room and Tanvi's watching it, she's watched the whole season. I'll sit down and try again. But the grandma... The the queen grandma lady? Yeah. Like, either she's a grandma, or she is, like, uh, and the head of state, or she goes out and fights battles. Like, you don't, like, you lost me there. It's like, oh, we're going to send the head person out <laughs> to fucking fight people. Oh, by the way, she's also a grandma. Put all this stuff on. couldn't Couldn't buy into it there. I could get the uh, fight the monster from the inside out.
3: I could, I could get into that. Like Because I, I, my thought process was... Haven't you it, ever seen Game of Thrones?
1: Don't you know everybody fights their own battles? I've, I read all of Game of Thrones,
0: and then I watched some of the first episode, and then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope.
3: I tried it, not for me. I just read the spoilers online so that I could get a lot of jokes. hmm
1: I liked the first season. I would say the first and second season because they do follow the books really close. I mean, they have to leave some things out just because, you know, there's like 1,400 named characters in the books or something like that. Some absurd number. And some of the characters they left behind, it's like, okay, yeah, clearly you don't need to introduce that guy. You can bundle him in with somebody else. But then around the third season, third and fourth season, they just left out the Brave Companions, which are an enormous plot device in uh, yeah, books three and four for Jamie and the Lannisters and really the whole North. They're just this really shitty mercenary group, but they do like three really important things that they bundled with other people. Mm. But the people that they gave those actions to, it doesn't make sense that they would do those things because there's further motivations in the books to like not fuck up their relationships with the Lannisters. So I just, I it lost me when whole plot devices were getting changed because they didn't want to introduce somebody for, like, half a season.
3: Do you know when it lost me?
1: When they started making it?
3: No. When I realized that it wasn't gonna be like Lord of the Rings. And it it was gonna be more like the Star Wars prequels. (laughs) Ah. Listen. Did you read the books? No. I didn't. Mm. I tried to, but I didn't, like, get too far in them because...
0: There's not a lot going on.
3: Yes!
2: There's nothing happening!
0: This is like this person mad at me, like, oh, I got into a fight with this guy. She really doesn't like him. Let's go over here. Okay, uh, hold hold on. But then at the end, then it's like, oh, also
1: there's a dragon. You're like, all right. All right, I'll do another 800 pages. (laughs) You're gonna tell me you don't want to read Game of Thrones because nothing is happening, but you will listen to The Name of the Wind 16 times on audiobook?
3: Not listen here, motherfucker. That What's is the, the name of the wind.
1: It's the most boring fantasy novel it is not the most <laughs> boring ever, fantasy novel ever I imagined. will kick you David, in I read nuts. 1,900 pages of this boring, boring <laughs> bullshit, and nothing happened. He walks from town to town trying to get laid, and is sad about it. It's no, so goddamn boring. No, you're talking about-
3: Hold on, hold on. You're talking about A Wise Man's Fear, which is the sequel to Name of the Wind.
1: They're both- It's- it. it Literally, like, five seconds happened between the end of Name of the Wind and the beginning of Wise Man's Fear. And nothing happens. It would have been so much better if they just, like, if Quoth just made you believe all the stupid myth- myths about him were true. Because then he goes, actually, no, none of that happened. Let me tell you about this time I wanted to get laid real bad. And it's like, what? It's so boring, David.
0: What I like about this is there's the fact that somewhere out there, there's somebody who's, like, nodding along... With Nolan, like you know, you know he's right. I never, and then somewhere else, somebody else is just like fucking fuming, like see, like you shut the fuck up about it. He's this. sitting in Houston now. And guess right I was now, just right? about
3: to say, and guess what? <laughs> that motherfucker's on this call. <laughs> <clears throat> that is one of my favorite books. Am I influenced by the fact that Patrick Rothfuss plays one of my favorite characters in one of my favorite Dungeons & Dragons podcasts? Yes. Am I influenced by the fact that I always kind of considered Quoth a similarity to my very first Dungeons & Dragons character, who was a bard named Falco Braverman? Also, yes. Do I maybe enjoy it because when I first started listening to it, I was working at a dead-end job that made me want to hang myself? Yes.
0: All of these things are true. Points go to David for extreme passion on this one.
3: So yeah. I just, man, I'm serious. Unfortunately, you're wrong, Noel. I will
1: I will mail you my copies of those books, Brent, and you can be the tiebreaker in about a year and a okay. half when you finish them because they take so goddamn long to read.
3: Or you can listen to the audiobook like I Which
1: do. is still like a year and a half because they're like 70 hours long.
3: It's not a year and a half, although I did drive, when I was listening to it, I was driving about... Like four hours a day, so that might have. Here's a se- here's a
0: segue. If we would like to take a ride, sure. You can bring it, Nolan. You can bring me the first book when you come up here for GalaxyCon. Hey,
1: GalaxyCon, what's that, Brent? I Are we doing that? Hate I this. thought we were just. I hate I- this I- I mean, so I much. Mean, <laughs> no, take do it, not do
3: that. Cut well, it out. Cut it out. Well, as you know, Bob. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a garden hose.
1: <laughs> yeah, God <ahead. laughs> So two of us will be there for sure. I don't know about the other one. I won't. <laughs> I have
3: to work. Have you
0: have you looked at the Have either of you guys looked at the presentation so far? Yes. yes. I have, what do you think?
1: I like where they're headed. I think we need okay. to uh, do some more. But yeah,
0: yeah, they're not they're not done by any
1: means anyways yes we'll be at Galaxycon February 28th through March 1st mm-hmm. is
0: in Richmond Virginia
1: we have a presentation every day every day for three days every day until we die which is March 2nd <laughs> so what
0: what the way it's looking change things as we go is like we're gonna play one very informationally just if you are interested in starting a podcast or have questions about it like this is this is what we learned in 12 months of doing podcast stuff. So that's the one to bring. Bring a notepad and a pencil to. And then the second one is just kind of how how we how we do some of the creative process,
1: storyboarding, and details, and when to character development. Yeah, and how to when when you need things structured, and when things can blow.
0: How you steal background music, David? Did you put anything on there about the the GBQ writing side yet? I'm not going to be there. Like, yeah, well, I know, but, but we, we need, still we yeah, still we need the information.
3: Okay. I will write a more detailed report then, because right now I just have bullet points. Yeah, whatever
0: you want to include, and if you want any silly slides with pictures, let me know.
3: Oh, I will. I'm trying to make
0: it. I'm trying to make it like a visually funny thing, too.
3: I will absolutely send you pictures. Okay.
0: And then the third one is going to be, we're going to bring in our journalism department to tell you about all the research they did this year. It's going to be
1: interesting. I think people will like it. I just it's going to be very silly. It's going to yeah, it's going to be very silly. It is it is it is the silliest of the three. I I've told this story to a lot of people, and I feel I feel it's good to preface a lot of after the plot with this because sometimes I make my wife listen to it and she just like the whole time just goes, "Oh god, this is so stupid." And like right. That's kind of what we're going for. That's so,
0: that's the idea.
1: David, while we were recording one day, and again, I'm I'm not sure if this has been on after the pl- or uh, versus and I don't think it has. I don't think it has. We we were working on Yo Jim Do, Our Yo Jim Do, part two. Part two. Our pizza story, and there's a there's part where David as the Red Baron defeats Chuck E. Cheese, the villain. You should go and listen to this. It makes more sense in context.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we God, I be- hope it
3: does.
1: <laughs> it does. I do- no, we've done a good job telling that story. Well, no, of course it makes sense because pizza, right?
2: Yeah. Anybody, anybody
0: can be a pizza.
1: pizza. <laughs> so da- David goes up and uses his pizza slicer on Chuck E. Cheese to defeat him. And as he walks up to him, he says the famous Clint Eastwood line, What do you want on your tombstone? And after David says that line, he takes his glasses off and just puts his head in his hands and goes, oh, so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And when I tell that to people... Like, listen. That's the reaction we're going for. The jokes want you to roll your eyes, right? Like, you should be laughing, but also going, "Like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever listened to. So stupid. What's the next episode? Pizza? Okay, sure." (laughs) That has helped people. Yeah, yeah. It's just helped people put it in the right frame of mind to listen to it. So, what I like about that story is, based on David's reaction, I could tell
0: he hadn't read the script up until when we were (laughs) no recording
2: no no no, no, no.
3: <laughs> i'll tell you what it was because i remember that very vividly was that i didn't realize that that was an advertisement for tombstone pizza at <laughs> any point?
1: i snuck a fast one on you
3: i i didn't realize that i'd never seen a commercial for tombstone pizza
1: i think it was on specific channels brent because i asked savannah that same question just like hey what do you want on your tombstone? And she's like, that's kind of morbid. Why would you ask me that? I was like, the pizza. And she's like, what pizza? I'm like, tombstones. And she's like... It is a morbid commercial, though, because
0: they're like about... The guy's on the firing squad. Yeah. Like, they're about to shoot him, and he's like, what do
1: you want on your tombstone? He's like, pepperoni. Not that one, asshole. (laughs) I have found that less people know what tombstone pizza is than... I thought. I mean, like, it's a national. It's still in brand. the store. In, okay, yeah.
3: hold on. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Has it gone bankrupt? Is it still no, around? It's still,
1: it's still no. Around.
3: I made a
0: I made a joke about like getting one last weekend. That we were in the store and I was like, "Hey, Tommy, we look, we we're get to a tombstone pizza." She's like, "That episode's over. You're not allowed to make any more pizza jokes."
3: <laughs> She's right. She's right, right. It's time to let it go. That one consumed your life for a good long while.
1: Yeah, a little too long. <laughs>
3: All right, yeah, they're still around.
1: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they're out of Texas. I mean, like, they have a cactus on what? them.
3: Contact us.
0: I'm just making total supposition. Anyway, that panel is going to be very silly. It's going to be very silly. But I think we'll have a fun time doing it. And um, I haven't looked I haven't looked at, they haven't released the actual uh, programming yet, as far as, like, which other panels and performances. But they do have the the celebrity list posted.
1: Lots of Star Trek.
0: Lots of Star Trek.
1: Is
3: Lavar
0: Burton going to be there?
1: Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to walk straight up to him and go, "Hey, Lavar, what you reading?" And then I'm just going to walk away.
0: Now you have to you have to like pay money to stand in line no. to get up you close do. to. You do, or you could like just uh, confront somebody as they're walking down the hallway, which is kind of a dick move.
3: Yeah. Or you kinda. can confront. Well, I mean, let's let's what the difference here? You can confront someone. That was in the line and just spoke to him and go up to them. Hey, guy who saw LeVar, what was LeVar <laughs> reading?
0: So, let's see. I'm just going down the list. Armin Shimmerman's going to be there. I don't know who that oh, is. Oh, yeah. Deep Space Nine? Still don't know who that Did is. Did
3: not watch Deep Space Nine.
0: I'm currently is it, is watching Deep Space Nine.
3: Is Patrick Stewart going to be there? No. Uh, yeah,
0: no, he's Cork. He's Cork on Deep Space Nine. Oh, the Ferengi. Yeah. Uh, let's see, who else? Barry Bostwick's gonna be here again this year from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Nice. And several other things, but that's where I know him from. The Postman
2: from Mr. Rogers' <laughs> Neighbor. Yeah, gonna da- be David Newell. <laughs> <are>
3: speedy delivery. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Uh, what's he, like 95 or something by now? He's gotta be pretty old. Uh, Drunk on Disney's gonna be there. That's a podcast, and I've seen two of his shows. I highly recommend it, and we try to catch it. One was like, slideshow of his trip to like monuments around the United States that's it it's like here and this is this museum and this is where I went and then the other one was just like the prevalence of chickens in pop culture
1: over the years yeah you told us about that one yeah
0: and it was like all non sequiturs but like and chickens were in this movie and then you saw them here and then it was in advertising and then we had this and there was like so many chickens and he was like that that's my presentation thank you (laughs) <laughs> so I was like, I know we can get away with some silly shit. Uh, Will Wheaton's gonna be here. And Will Shatner. And Will Shatner.
3: Alright, now that one you're just being obstinate.
0: Why
1: do you keep saying it like that? <laughs> anyway, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. You should come, come say d- hey. Everybody listening should come and visit. <clears throat> Mom, we'll yep. pay for your ticket.
3: Especially... <laughs> Especially our fan... Where was it? Where was it? The the Seychelles. The Seychelles. Seychelles. I was going to say the Andes, but that's not right. If you are our
1: Seychelles listener and you want to come to (laughs) GalaxyCon in Richmond, we will pay for you to come in, but we do need proof that you are a Seychelles citizen. I don't think I'm going to put that on the episode, because that's like a $2,000 plane ticket. No, no. I I said if you want to come... We'll pay for your ticket to (laughs) GalaxyCon. Your admission. (laughs) Yeah, you got to get there.
3: (laughs) I... 100 i realized the other day i 100 percent believe that whoever that is i think they're using a vpn you guys yeah. i don't i don't think
1: i don't think so because the way podbean uh does vpn is they just put other as your location oh
2: shit
3: we got someone in this shows for real yeah i'm excited again as though it was i'm excited again. i think they just clicked on the wrong
2: one yeah <laughs> Oh. Like,
3: wait how
1: do i put this is- last plank into my deck what the fuck is this cereal and pizza what yeah (laughs) do you guys have anything else to discuss anything interesting
3: i have been playing a game with my family called clank it is a special edition that is a legacy game which i don't know if i've talked about this before the legacy games are like imagine risk but every decision you make you change the board A little bit so like if you Mm. launch if you launch a nuke at another country because there's nukes in this one that country is irradiated from now on whenever you play the game
0: and that happens in real life everybody it does (laughs) Um,
1: just 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 keep that in mind yeah go read about the marshallese people just saying
3: (laughs) but the the clank legacy thing is is like you put stickers on the board. If you discover this space, well, guess what? Now the space is this, or oh, that's cool. We're we're basically starting a franchise of Acquisitions Incorporated, which is that DD podcast I like to listen to. You get to name towns in it. So of course the town that our main base in is called Buttsville. <laughs> because <laughs> yes, whenever I would play Civilization Revolution, Buttsville would become the cultural mecca of the world somehow. But this game is real fucking complicated, like, when you're first getting started. The rulebook straight up says, two people should read this rulebook just so that everyone understands the rules. (laughs) And, like, when we were first starting, we didn't know what the fuck Clank was. They kept talking about, all right, yeah, and then you will have to give two Clank. It's like, what is Clank? And it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, make sure to put all the Clank in the Clank area. It's like, you're not helping.
2: (laughs) What is Clank.
3: Did you ever figure it out? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, we did. <laughs> but it's, it was just like, there's a bit in community where Chang keeps trying to give a, a theme for a dance and he just keeps saying, bear down for midterms. And everyone's like, what? He says, that's the theme. Bear down for midterms. You can't just keep saying bear down for midterms <laughs> and expect us to get it. No, no, you guys. Bear down for midterms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Tanvi and I are getting back into uh, Magic the Gathering. Oh, Lord. And nerding out on our own decks. She's made a red and black deck that consistently whips my ass. I'm getting very frustrated. If I'm making all sorts of weird counter decks and burn decks and throw in my white cards to get some more life, like... And she's, like, bored doing it, too. It's-
2: <laughs> oh, shit.
1: She's playing red-black, so she's going to have a lot of artifacts. Mm-hmm. She's going to have, like, goblins. She's going to have haste. She's going to have... Of, she
0: has a lot of goblins.
1: Yeah, yeah. L- a lot uh, of things with haste. And then a lot of just,
0: like, fuck your creature. Get that off the
1: board. Yeah, sorceries and like instants that. are real big in black-red. So you need, like... I need blue. Yeah. you I got a lot of blue. You could do, like... Can't. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, you could do a blue-black deck. That would be a real good counter to a red-black. I have a blue-black and it's about
0: 6633 of who who wins.
3: It is a bootleg deck, but I can send you a deck I bought on Wish.com that's just like the whole deck is just pieces of Exodia if you what want is it, that? Exodia, it's how you win Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume that he Any anytime you play all the pieces of Exodia in any game, you win, Brent. That's yeah, just, just
1: how <laughs> all all five pieces of Exodia, something like that.
3: All five pieces. His head, torso. No. Yeah, his head and torso are in the same card. So five cards.
0: The funny thing is, like when we play, we've got the the rule book that comes with like a you know, beginners it's like here's how you play. Yeah. And then we also I looked up like the rules and it's like two hundred pages long. They... So whenever we have a whenever we have a question of like, does this mean you I have to do this too, or like this can happen to everybody? We just weigh it like look in the short rules. If it's not in there, like do we want to look in the long rules? Or <laughs> like just like we'll just make a call <laughs> for this game right now. Since we're not like competing or anything.
3: There is like, yeah, there's a phone number that you can call (laughs) that is I believe 24 hour uh for rule clarifications so I
1: I like to play magic the gathering on arena their online service Mm -hmm. and um the the meta changes like every season they change what combos work and they make things illegal for standard play and they, they do all this stuff but my I'm not. I'm not super good. Like I'm gonna go ahead and throw that out there because people, I'm sure, will call me out on stupid shit that I don't know about magic. But my favorite thing to do is just to play a deck where you can't win. I'm not gonna you, beat you. You like this? But you're not gonna kill me. So we're just gonna go <laughs> round and round and round. I was playing a standard event, and I, my my deck was just removal. So like I would pick up a card you have to discard four cards and then i would have a counter or a, a an enchantment that every time i made someone discard cards they had to discard an additional two cards but then i would <laughs> remove that creature that made them discard four cards put it back in my hand play it again right. you have to right. discard six more cards again <laughs> but then i also had uh, an enchantment that I didn't have a, a hand size, so I didn't have to discard down to seven, so I could have a Shit. hand of like Yeah. I could have my whole deck in my hand. You have to discard down to seven every time? Every time. You can't have more than seven mm. in your hand unless you have something saying you can have more than seven in your hand.
3: I mean, it's mm. gotta be uh you would have to play that online because I don't think that you can play with your deck in your hand uh in real life. Like that's real inappropriate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would was- <laughs> I was playing against this one guy who he got me down to like four health. All of my creatures are like zero X creatures. It's like zero four, zero five creatures. They don't do damage, but they're beefy enough that like most creatures aren't going to kill them on the first hit. Mm. So I just play a bunch of walls. I make you remove your hand if you have a combo. I have instants to like uh, counter that spell. Yeah, and they're all like two mana, so I can run my entire deck with like five mana. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'll be sitting there. So playing, you're not playing, playing to win.
0: win. You're just playing to piss somebody off.
1: Yes. If somebody rage quits on like turn five, I I am so happy. That is you. You goal. are
3: playing out of spite.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that is my method men, of winning.
3: Some men just
0: want to watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah.
3: Whenever I play games with with my family, if it's very clear that Andy is getting close, Andy's one of my family members. He is. Very good at board games. And when it becomes very clear that he is about to just just start wiping the floor with everybody, I do everything in my power to hinder him <laughs> or end the game. And he always yeah. looks at me like, Why are you doing that? And I say <laughs> And I say, I can't be the best, but I can damn well be the worst. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, I remember we were playing the Baldur's Gate House on the Haunted Hill game. Yeah. And David had this idea that he was going to win the game. He was just going to blitz through it, get whatever MacGuffin we needed to get, and just leave and, like, fuck everybody else. But in Baldur's <laughs> Gate House on the Haunted Hill, when you get the item, you have to, like, roll a d20 or something, and there's a status that happens. There's a change in the gameplay. Uh-huh. David rolled that after he picked up the item, everybody became his enemy. So we all just bum rushed him and killed him.
3: (laughs) Here's, here's the thing is like in that game, that's usually how it goes is one person becomes the enemy of everyone else in, in my experience. But the thing that made it funnier was I wasn't evil. It was just me trying to get out. Whereas most of the other ones I've played, it's, it's you know one person like in control of a bunch of minions against everyone no it was just it was just fucking like three or four on one
0: nice so um check us out on finalplank.com or wherever you get your podcasts we're on the itunes and uh, spotify and stitcher and we're on facebook and instagram everything's at final plank also at twitter and hope to see you guys at galaxy con richmond otherwise we'll catch you next month on versus and
1: I guess I have been your squeaky cheesy
0: queefy boy. Mm-hmm. I have been your, I've been
2: your anti-witcher and lazy. And I have also been here the so whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: Hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Versus and. Please tune in next week for our newest show. As always, thanks for listening.